0: Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the Bible series in the book of James with this message entitled, Wisdom, Godly or Demonic? Preach December the 8th, 2013. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to James chapter 3, verse 13. You see, lying is normal today. Presidents lie every day, every day. Preachers lie every day. Right now they are lying. All over the world. From the pulpit they are lying. They are all demonized. We read today. The devil is the murderer. He is a liar and father of all lies. So in this church. We speak truth of the scriptures. Because it is the very word of God. So may God help us to humble ourselves before God who is with us. Wisdom. Demonic or divine. There are only two wisdoms. The one from below. The one from the devil. And the one from above. The Holy Spirit. So James In chapter 3, 13 through 18, in verse 13, he asked this question. Who is wise and understanding? The answer you would give is those who graduated from Harvard. No, most of them are fools, I must say. I ask one question. Do you surrender yourself to Jesus Christ? Wisdom incarnate. Anyone who will not confess him as Lord and Savior is a fool. And I will show it to you. Who is wise and understanding? Are they people of the world? Those who reject Jesus Christ? Who is wisdom incarnate? And I am asking you. There are people right here today. Who has not confessed Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I say you are a fool. And I command you and exhort you today to surrender to Jesus Christ and live eternally. None of the rulers of this age, St. Paul tells us, understood Jesus Christ So what did they do? They crucified the Lord of glory. And that's what you are doing. If you have not surrendered to Christ. The King of kings and the Lord of lords. And don't come and tell me you are smart. And you are bright. No, you are a fool. The Bible says so. The message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. Paul says, where is the wise man? Where is the scholar? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God the world through its wisdom did not know him. God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. Jews demand miraculous signs and Greeks look for wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified. A stumbling block to the Jews and foolishness to the Gentiles. But to those whom God has called both Jews and Greeks... Christ the power of God and Christ crucified is the wisdom of God. The fallen human reason always oppose the triune God and the wisdom of the Holy Scriptures. So Paul says in 1 Corinthians 3, Do not deceive yourselves if any one of you thinks he is wise by the standards of this age. He should become a fool so that he may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness in God's sight. As it is written, he catches the wise in their craftiness. And again the Lord knows that the thoughts of the wise are futile. Romans 8, 7 tells us the carnal man or the sinful mind is hostile to God. He does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Human moral inability. Every unbeliever is an enemy of God. And if you are an enemy, hearing my voice, I command you free flee from destruction, flee to Christ. And we read in Romans 1, For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God, nor gave thanks to him, but they became fools. I just want to let people know what God thinks of the smart alecks of the world. It matters what God thinks about me. And it matters what God thinks about you. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God, nor gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened, although they claimed to be wise. Isn't that wonderful? If you happen to believe in the Bible, they call you a fool. I believe in the Bible and what the Bible says. We Christians have the mind of Christ to critique everything in the world from the lens of God's scripture. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like mortal men and birds and animals and reptiles. And Romans 1.28, furthermore, since they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, he gave them over to a depraved mind to do what they ought not to do. Think about it. All the rich people, famous people, beautiful people, powerful people, God calls them fools. God calls them enemies of God. The truly wise are those who truly believe in Jesus Christ by grace and by the mighty operation of the Holy Spirit. All others, according to the word of God, are fools. Being outside of Christ. And you read in John 8, they will die in their sins three times. Who are wise and understanding, James asks. And the answer is, the people of God are wise and understanding. Those who worship the creator and redeemer God who revealed himself in the sacred scriptures, they are wise. Are you wise in this sense? Have you repented of your sins and trusted in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ alone. For your eternal salvation. If so then grow in grace. And the wisdom of God. Listen to Saint Paul. And he tells us. In Ephesians 1 17 through 19 and Colossians 9 and 10. He prays to God. That we will become filled with wisdom. Filled with wisdom. That the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know. What the glorious gospel is all about. Friends, every Christian is in need of wisdom every day. To live a godly, God-honoring life. And without wisdom, there is no godliness. And without holiness, no one shall see God. And the Bible says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. beatific vision is reserved for you and me. And all the people of God. There are two kinds of wisdom. Wisdom from above and wisdom from below. Wisdom from heaven and wisdom from hell. Wisdom of the Holy Spirit and wisdom of the devil. A wisdom that saves and a wisdom that steals, kills and destroys. A wisdom of this evil age and the wisdom of the perfect age to come. A wisdom revealed in the fruit of of the Holy Spirit and the wisdom manifested in the works of the flesh. And so Saint Paul says the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. And the works of the flesh. 1 Corinthians 6 Do you not know that the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. And here comes the works of the flesh neither the sexually immoral nor idolaters nor adulterers nor male prostitutes nor homosexual offenders nor thieves nor the greedy nor drunkards nor slanderers nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And that is what some of you were, but thank God you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and the Spirit of our God. Praise God, sir. Our universities do not teach the wisdom of God. Most Christian churches do not preach the true wisdom of the gospel of the cross. So either one is regulated by the wisdom of God or by, that is by the Holy Spirit, that is the spirit of wisdom and understanding and counsel and knowledge. Or one is ruled and regulated and controlled by the devil who has blinded the minds of the unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ who is the image of God. Do you claim to be wise and understanding? Answer, James, the Lord's brother. He is not going to be satisfied by our claim or our self-predication. He says you must demonstrate your claim to wisdom by living a good life. A beautiful life in Greek. Not the life rich and famous and powerful live they live an ugly life you are trying to ape after the lifestyle of the rich and famous I feel sorry for you they live the ugly life the wicked life they serve the devil we who serve Jesus Christ live the good life The beautiful life in this world and eternally in the world to come. So the first point, the ugly life of demonic wisdom. St. James says, where there is bitter envy and selfish ambition, that is looking after one's own interest. Looking after number one, climbing the ladder of worldly success. Where there is such a thing, there is at work the wisdom from hell. Why is it? It is due to the problem of human heart. The fallen man is given over to a depraved mind by God in his strict judgment. He is an enemy of God. He does not submit to God. He cannot do so. He is a slave of the devil. He is deceived by the devil. So he seeks the deceitfulness of the pleasure of sin for a little while. Not the eternal joy that God gives in Jesus Christ. Listen to prophet Jeremiah. He says the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. No man can improve himself. Only God is able to give you a new heart yes. that loves God. Look at the brother of, of James, Jesus Christ. He said in Matthew 15, For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander. Why do you lie? Why do you hate Jesus Christ? Because you have a rotten heart. That is your mind, your will and your affections are corrupted. Only the people of God are given the freedom to do all things for the glory of God. Only they have the wisdom to love their neighbors as themselves. Only they have the power to love one's neighbor better than themselves so you read that in Philippians chapter 2 verse 3 that you must love your neighbor better than yourselves and you read in 1st John chapter 3 verse 16 we must love as Christ loved and gave our life for our brothers we love our brother more than ourselves, and we die for their betterment. James is warning the church, not the world, because there are phonies and fakes in the church pretending to be spiritual, and yet they lie. They get baptized, they take the name of God and they live a life of sin. God knows them. Christians are to be governed by self-sacrificing love, not by bitter envy and selfish ambition. Christians must repent of these things. Friends, we are to conform to the image of Jesus Who showed us the way of agape. The sacrificial love. The way of the cross. Our lifestyle of bitter envy and self-oriented ambition disproves our claim to divine wisdom. friends, the Bible says the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom and to shun evil is understanding. Fear of God keeps us from sinning. Are you sinning, sir? Then you don't fear God. You are blinded. Jesus delighted in the fear of God and he never sinned friends james demands proof of our claim to spirituality he will not let us separate doctrine from godly life or faith from good works my mother told me from 1st timothy 4:16 this is what she said watch your life and doctrine closely in other words don't just preach You do what you preach. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them because if you do you will save both yourself and your hearers. And James chapter 2 verse 14 says, What good is it my brothers if a man claims to have faith? But has no deeds. Can such faith save him? Absolutely not. And this condemns most evangelicals. Who preach only a mental assent faith. They refuse to preach the obedience of faith. In James 2.18, but someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds and I will show you my faith by what I do. Yes. And Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey what I command. Amen. If personal gain is the highest goal in life, you violate the 10th commandment against coveting. Such a person is a greedy person, an idolater. Colossians 3, five. Friends, if you are such a Christian, stop boasting about your spirituality and stop lying against the truth of the gospel that commands us to love one another as Christ loved us and died for us. Friends, let me say this to you. A constantly sinning Christian is a phony. He is a fake. He does not live the gospel. He lives a lie. His wisdom is not the heavenly wisdom. He is not led by the Holy Spirit. He is led by the lust of his heart. And James has something to say about Human heart. James 1 verse 14 and 15. But each one is tempted when by his own evil desire he is dragged away and enticed. Then after desire has conceived it gives birth to sin. And sin when it is full grown gives birth to death eternal. James chapter 4 verse 1 says, What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your lust? Evil desire, that battle within you. And James the Apostle in 1 John 2.15-17 through 17 says, Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him for everything in the world. The lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the boasting of what he has and does comes not from the Father but from the world. From hell. The world and its lusts pass away. But the man who does the will of God live forever. This is true of those foolish evangelicals and charismatics who want to become prominent therefore they refuse to preach the gospel. Look at the pastors of the largest churches in the world to preach a gospel that champion health and wealth and pleasure of sin. They refuse to preach the gospel. They are not filled with the Holy Spirit. They do not live the gospel. They live a self-centered life. Stop boasting about your spirituality. God says through James, You are lying against the gospel. Your wisdom is counterfeit. Listen to Jesus himself, the King of kings and Lord of lords, the sovereign Lord of the universe. There is nobody above him. All we are under him, under his thumb, under his rule, under his governance. And he sees all what we do. Matthew 7:21 through23, not everyone who says to me, "Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father, who is in heaven, many will say to me on that day, "Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and perform many miracles?" Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you depart from me, you evildoers." Self predication is no good. So, such wisdom, quote unquote wisdom, is epigeos. It is earthbound, it is earthly, it is fallen human reason, it is the wisdom of this world. And First Corinthians 1 verse 20. Where is the wise man? Where is the scholar? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? Philippians 3.19. Their destiny is destruction. Their God is their stomach. And their glory is in their shame. And now their mind is focused on earthly things. Epigeos. Number two, it is carnal, unspiritual, not belonging to the Holy Spirit. It belongs to the flesh, it is sensual. And Jude 19 says, These are the men who divide you who follow mere natural instincts and do not have the Holy Spirit. Number three, such wisdom is daemonios. That means, worst of all, it's demonic. It is demonic in its origin, it is unclean. It is secular wisdom that opposes the true God and his knowledge. It is the wisdom of the God of this age, the devil. It is the lying spirit that inspires all false prophets of the world. And so we read John 13 verse 2 about Judas Iscariot. The evening meal was being served and the devil had already prompted Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, to betray Jesus. He prompts them. But that's not all. John thirteen twenty seven. 27, as soon as Judas took the bread, Satan entered into him, prompted by the devil, possessed by the devil, doing the will of the devil. James 3.16 says, For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you have disorder and every evil practice. That is all the works of the flesh found in the lists. you see in many places in the New Testament. For instance, Galatians five, nineteen through twenty one, sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of anger, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, etc, etc, etc Every evil. St. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 3, Brothers, I could not address you as spiritual, but as carnal, worldly, mere infants in Christ. I gave you milk, not solid food, for you were not yet ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. Why? You are still worldly, for since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not worldly, are you not acting like mere men? That is men of the world. For when one says, I follow Paul and another, I follow Apollos, are you not mere men? Friends, when demonic wisdom rules, and where it rules, there is confusion, disorder, there is hell. In such churches, there is enmity, fights, party spirit, splits. Where Holy Spirit rules, there is unity, love, and peace, and joy. There is the fruit of the Spirit. Number two, the beautiful life of divine wisdom. That is wisdom of the Holy Spirit. St. James deals with it in verse 13 and verse 17 and 18 of chapter 3. James tells us in chapter 3 verse 13 if you claim to be wise filled with the Holy Spirit step forward for an examination not just theological intellectual examination it is also an examination in Christian ethics Christian behavior do you live a beautiful life a good life Or you simply claim to be a Christian? Do you live a holy, obedient life? Do you glorify God in everything you do? Listen. To what St. Peter tells us in 1st Peter chapter 2 verse 12. Live such what? Good lives. Among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong. They may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. You were once darkness but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. Not conforming to the world, but conforming to the image of Jesus Christ. Titus 2 verse 7, in everything set them an example by doing what is good. In your teaching show integrity, seriousness. Titus 2, 9 and 10 teach slaves to be subject to their masters in everything to try to please them, not to talk back to them and not to steal from them, but to show that they can be fully trusted so that in every way they will make the teaching about God, our Savior, attractive. And the writer to the Hebrews tells us in chapter 12 verse 14. Make every effort to live in peace with all men and to be holy. Because without holiness no one shall see the Lord. James invites us. Come and demonstrate your good life by deeds. Good works done in the humility of true wisdom. Truly wise are humble for they see God by faith. This vision of God always humbles them. And Moses said in Exodus 20 verse 20. Moses said to the people do not be afraid. God has come to test you. In this phenomenal manner. That everyone is shaking and trembling. But Moses says. Do not be afraid. God has come to test you. So that the fear of God. Will be with you forever. To keep you from sinning. Understand with whom you have to give an account. Understand this eternal infinite personal almighty God. Is seeing everything we think. And speak. And do. And not do. The Greeks despised meekness, humility, but they prized the fallen intellect. But Jesus was humble. He said, himself said, Matthew 11 verse 29, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. And he said, Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Are you a wise man? Then you are a humble man. And Moses was humble. Now Moses was a very humble man, more humble than anyone else on the face of the earth. And so should all wise believers. Colossians 3.12 says, Therefore as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. We who are Christians are clothed with the Holy Spirit, baptized in the Holy Spirit. Therefore, we are clothed with the fruit of the Spirit. Friends, meekness is not weakness, but strength under control of the Holy Spirit. So our lifestyle must match our profession. There are seven characteristics of divine wisdom. First of all, Agne means purity. Divine wisdom is first and foremost pure that is undefiled and Jesus was pure everyone who has this hope 1st John 3 verse 3 everyone who has this hope in the coming of Jesus Christ hope in him in Jesus purifies himself just as he is pure this is We are to be like Jesus, having moral integrity. This is the inner essential characteristic of divine wisdom. It is its overarching attribute. Friends, Holy Spirit, the wisdom of God makes us holy. So we read in the Old Testament, I am the Lord who sanctifies you, that is makes you holy. Number two, a rainy peace loving, not troublemakers, peacemakers. This wisdom makes peace, promotes peace, effects reconciliation, stops fight. Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers, for they'll be called the sons of God. That doesn't mean peace at all costs. No. St. Paul says in Romans 12, 18, if it is possible as far as it depends on you, notice the conditions if it is possible as for us it depends on you live at peace with everyone we cannot compromise the bible the truth Jesus Christ his divinity his atonement and so on friends Jesus Christ is the wisdom of God he made peace between God and man man and man he is our peace he preaches peace now right now Through his holy ministers. And the Bible says there is no peace for the wicked. Where there is heavenly wisdom there exists fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace. Friends, God's wisdom brings estranged people in holy fellowship. So we read in Acts chapter 2 verse 42 they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. In Acts 4 verse 32 all the believers were one in heart and mind. Number three case. that is one characterized by sweet reasonableness. One who is gentle, courteous, considerate, willing to yield. Number four, you pay this. One who eagerly submits to God's will. Number five, Meste Eleus kai karpon agathon, full of mercy and good fruits. The Bible says, Matthew five seven, blessed are the merciful. For they will be shown mercy. And James told us chapter 2 verse 13. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Thank God for mercy. We are saved by by mercy. God is rich in mercy. Ephesians 2 4. We are saved by God's mercy that flows from the cross of Christ. We are to show mercy in practical terms as the good Samaritan did and as John the Baptist demanded. Luke three eleven through 14, John answered, The man with the two tunics should share with him who has none, and the one who has food should do the same. Tax collectors came to be baptized. Teacher, they asked, What should we do? Don't collect any more than you are required to, he told them. Then the soldiers asked him, and what should we do? He replied, don't extort money and don't accuse people falsely. Be content with your pay. Friends, we need God's mercy every day. Number six, kritos, That is a covenant keeper, undivided. Not wavering in our covenant loyalty. Undivided loyalty. We keep our oaths and our promises. Not double minded. We don't lie. Number seven. And you know the meaning of this. Anupocritos Means unhypocritical. Without hypocrisy. Authentic, genuine, sincere. What see what you see, what you get. Transparent. So Paul said in Romans 12:9, love must be sincere. This is the word that is used without hypocrisy. Proverbs 9, verse 1 says, Wisdom has built her house, she has hewn out. It's seven pillars, and I just gave you seven pillars of wisdom. Friends, true wisdom is heavenly in nature, spiritual in essence, and divine in its origin. It is argued by scholars that for James, wisdom from above From the heavenly father, wisdom coming down from above is the Holy Spirit promised by Christ, which he poured out on the day of Pentecost. I agree with the New Testament scholars analysis. Therefore, James does not refer to the Holy Spirit directly in his letter. He uses... Wisdom from above coming down as a synonym for the Holy Spirit. Friends, do you hunger and thirst for this wisdom of the Holy Ghost? Then ask for it. James counsels us in chapter 1 verse 5. And Jesus said the same thing. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children... How much more will your father in heaven give you Holy Spirit to those who ask? And this is what Jesus was given without measure. Isaiah 11, 2 and 3 The spirit of the Lord will rest on him The spirit of wisdom, understanding The spirit of counsel and power the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord And he will delight in the fear of the Lord That's what we need Fear of God And we read about Jesus And the child grew and became strong He was filled with wisdom And grace of God was upon him Luke 2.52 And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and with man. Friends, Jesus baptizes us in the Holy Ghost, empowering us to live for God's glory. By this Holy Spirit we kill the works of the flesh. And the Holy Spirit creates in us the fruit of the Spirit. James also tells us in verse 18 of chapter 3, peacemakers who sow in peace raise a harvest of righteousness. And Paul says we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto our good works. So Galatians 6, 9 and 10, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if you do not give up, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty-eight. Therefore, my dear brothers, stand firm, let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. In Revelation 19, eight, 19 verse 8, fine linen, bright and clean, was given to her, to the church. Fine linen stands for the righteous deeds of the saints. James told us in chapter 1, 19 and 20, man's anger does not produce the righteousness which God demands of us. Therefore, friends, not in anger and wrath, but in peace, let us sow to raise a harvest of righteousness that will follow us into the very presence of God. So, by way of conclusion, sir, listen. Only those who repent and believe in Jesus Christ is wise. Isn't that wonderful? You don't have to go to Harvard or Princeton what must I do to be saved believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved only those who repent and believe in Jesus Christ is wise all others are fools who says in his heart there is no God friends did you notice there is a revival of atheism in this country have you seen the billboards of the atheists And I ask the question, where are the Christians? I exhort you to repent of your sins and trust in Christ to receive mercy. Friends, only Jesus Christ, our Lord, can save you. There is no other God and Savior. This wisdom from above which God gives to all who ask is essential for successful living and I live a successful life and you live a successful life. Wisdom is the ability to do the will of God revealed in the Holy Scripture especially in difficult situations. Stephen who was full wisdom died for his faith by wisdom Jesus prayed thy will be done and went to the cruel cross to atone for our sins God's wisdom is especially displayed friends in his salvation plan And so, once more, let me read to you from First Corinthians. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God, for it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, the intelligence of the intelligent, I will frustrate. Where is the wise man? Where is the scholar? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? And so on. And St. Paul tells us, in Romans 11:33 and 34, Oh the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God, exclamation, how unsearchable his judgments and his paths beyond tracing out. Who has known the mind of the Lord, or who has been his counselor? The only wise God. Romans 16.27 This wisdom belongs to God and he gives to us. All foolish people, stupid people, I'll make you wise. What do you do? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. And he gives his wisdom to you. And all of a sudden you become smart. In the authentic sense of the term. And the church reveals the wisdom of God. By the gospel proclamation. So Ephesians 3.10 says. His intent was that now through the church. The manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers. And authorities in the heavenly realms. And finally let me read to you. Hosea 14 verse 9. Hosea asked the same question. James is asking. Who is wise? He will realize these things. Who is discerning? He will understand them. The ways of the Lord are right. The righteous walk in them. And the rebellious stumble in them. Heavenly Father, we pray. We pray that you help us to become wise and help us to grow in wisdom and help us to demonstrate our wisdom in living a beautiful, good life doing the will of God by living a successful life in this world. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.